1: The west Texas town of Sago City was in the dry and merciless clutches of a prolonged drought. Not a drop of rain had fallen on the parched earth of that territory for months. Craig Bullock, whose law office was above the bank, considered these two facts as he descended the stairs and walked out onto the street. Bullock was a tall, gaunt man, slightly stooped with features that resembled nothing so much as a death's head. His eyes were hard and unblinking behind steel-rimmed glasses. When he spoke, it was in a low monotone, as flat and dry as sun-baked dust. Apparently, he was a man without nerves. He was never surprised, never resentful, and never friendly. A circuit court judge in Missouri had noticed these things several years ago when he had said... You are a disgrace and a blight upon the legal profession. In my opinion, the only cure for a man so evil, so grasping, so murderous and depraved is the gallows. I deeply regret that the jury's verdict
2: permits me to sentence you to federal prison for only 25 years. You deserve far more than that.
1: The good people of Sago City knew nothing of Lawyer Bullock's past life. They knew him only as a dour and silent man who rarely spoke, as he did now to a
3: group of ranchers who stood near the hitch rack. Good day, gentlemen.
4: Hi, Hi, Bullock.
3: Hi, Pretty bad, isn't it? This drought, I mean. Pretty bad, all right. Yes. Yeah,
5: worse than that. If we don't get some rain soon, it's going to kill what few of us are left. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's
3: killed three, over 300 head of my stock. The
2: rest of the critters are so weak they can hardly stand up. Oh, what good would it do? There's nothing but parched weeds formed to graze on. Yeah,
3: that's right. You're tall hubbard, aren't you? Own the rocking tea spread? That's right. Excellent piece of rangeland. Yeah,
2: so is the broken arrow. Jim Nevers' place right next to me. Mm. Rangeland's no good without water.
3: Yeah, right. Let's see... How long has it been since we were fortunate enough to enjoy a little rain? Four hundred and three days. Four hundred and three days. It's odd that you
2: should keep such an accurate count, Mr. Hubbard. Well, condemned prisoners keep a pretty good count of the days before they die. That's what this drought is to us, a death sentence. Hmm.
3: Strange that you should say that. What do you mean? Nothing. I wish there was something I could do about it, gentlemen. Uh, what's the matter, Bullock? The whole town's in trouble. Thought you lawyers thrived on trouble. Not this particular kind.
5: Yeah, I guess it doesn't fetch much business.
3: It has been my experience, gentlemen, that there are more important things in the world than business, even legal business. I'm sincerely sorry for all of you. If it were within my power to turn on the rain, you may rest assured I would do so. Good day, my friends.
2: Hmm. He's sure a lot of help. Yeah. Queer sort of cuss, ain't he? I don't know much about the practice of law, but that critter is one part of it I distrust. Look at him moseying down the street. Looks more like a
5: bear than anything else. <laughs> Who are them two hombres he's talking to now? There's strangers in town. One of them's named Sloan. Lud Sloan. He's a land buyer from the east. The
2: other fellow's called Pete. Our lawyer Bullock seems to know him pretty well. I got an idea. Bullock knows a lot more than he ever tells. Look. Three of them sure in a huddle.
5: You're the boss, Bullock. When do we do it?
3: Tonight. Be in my office by sundown. You want me there, too? What do you think I'm paying you for? All right. How about the sheriff? I'll take care of that. I'm on my way to see him now. Your office at sundown. We'll be there. Be sure you are. This is one job I don't want any hitch on. Good afternoon, Sheriff Grimes. What do you say, Bullock? Looking for business?
4: I might be. Well, we got a drunk back here in jail. He might want a lawyer when he sobers
3: up. Does he have any money to retain counsel? Not a damn. Not interested. What's on your mind, Bullock? You want to see me? You're a good friend of Tal
4: Hubbard's. I aim to be. Tall and I have been friends for years. And
3: perhaps you can do a service for him, and also for me. What is it? I have a client, a man named Sloan. He's a land buyer, recently arrived from the East. He wants to purchase Hubbard's ranch, the rocking tea, but your friend won't sell. I Don't blame Tall. If I own the rocking tea... I wouldn't sell it either. It's heavily mortgaged, and because of this drought hasn't made a cent for over a year. So is every other spread. All the ranches are in the same fix. The weather ain't their fault. Uh, Mr. Cartwright at the Cattleman's Bank tells me that Hubbard's case is worst of all, and his is the most valuable ranch. What's the idea of telling me all this? I thought perhaps you could persuade Hubbard to sell. Of course I won't. Why should I? Hubbard's desperate for money. I know it. I
4: can't blame him for uh, not wanting to sell the and Tea. It's his home. That's immaterial. Maybe you think so. But Tall Hubbard Homesteaded that land. He and his wife built the first house with their own hands. She died there. And tall's reason his daughter, the cutest little tag that ever Hubbard's lived. Hubbard's family doesn't interest
3: me. My client wants to buy the ranch. If Tall wants to sell, it's his own business. Then you won't help to influence him. Not a bit. I'm sorry. A man's friend should help him. Hubbard's so desperate for money he's liable to do something foolish. Good day,
5: Sheriff.
2: Oh, oh boy. Oh. Daddy. Daddy. Hello, ginger. How's my girl?
0: I've been cleaning the whole house, washed the dishes and everything.
2: Good. With a housekeeper like you, I guess I don't need to worry about hiring a cook, do I?
3: (laughs) Of course not.
2: (laughs) That's fine. Oh, say, Ginger, that white coat tied to the rail over there, where'd it come from?
3: Oh, that's Victor,
0: Dan's horse.
2: Dan? Who's he?
0: Just a boy who stopped by here while you were in town today. See, there he is on the porch. I've been waiting for you, sir. My name's Dan Reed.
2: I'm glad to know you, son. I'm Tal Hubbard. Ginger told me. What can I do for him?
0: Well, two friends and myself have been riding the main trail north of here, heading east. Every creek or stream we found is bone dry and... Well,
2: hunting water, huh? Enough for the horses. Well, water's a pretty scarce article in these parts, Dan. Yeah, it's the worst drought I've ever seen. Well, we all say the same thing. Cattle dying, crops burned up, and not even a sign of a rain cloud for over a year. Golly. Oh, but I've got a little spring at the bottom of that hill near the corral. It's enough water for us and for the horses... You and your friends are welcome to use as much as you want.
0: Oh, thank you, sir. I'll tell them. We'll
2: ride back later this evening. Anytime.
0: Thanks again. Goodbye, Mr. Hubbard. Bye, Ginger. Bye.
2: Seems like a nice youngster. Got a fine-looking horse
0: there. They're both nice. Come on, Victor.
2: And now, sis, kind of a supper have you got fixed for your old pal.
0: The best you ever
2: ate. (laughs) I'll have to eat it first for I'll agree with you.
0: Oh, Daddy, you always say that.
3: Do both of you understand perfectly what you're to do?
0: Yeah, we've got it set. How about Cartwright?
3: He's downstairs in the bank now, alone. It'll be a cinch. Then we head for the Hubbard place, the rock and tea. That's right. You have the papers I gave you? Right here in my pocket. Come on, Pete. Remember, no slip-ups.
2: Don't worry. Ah, You win, Ginger. That was the best meal I ever ate.
3: You look worried, Daddy. Is something wrong? Mm,
2: Same thing, the drought. No water means no grass, and that means dead cattle. Cartwright at the bank won't loan me any more money to buy hay, and...
5: I wish there was some way I could help.
2: Oh, you are helping, honey. If it weren't for you, there wouldn't be any use in me trying to fight this thing. Oh, don't worry. It'll work out.
3: Uh, I might as well get the dishes washed. I'll go
0: down to the spring and get some water.
2: Sure, but watch your step. It's dark outside.
0: I know the way.
2: (laughs) No matter how tough it gets, I'm the luckiest man in the world to have a daughter like her. Hmm. Wonder who that can be.
0: Hubbard? That's right. Mr. Cartwright from the bank sent me out here.
2: Cartwright? Why well, I talked to him this afternoon. He didn't I say anything.
0: After you left, he drew up this paper. Here,
2: I want you to look it over. Why, this is a joint note made out to Jim Nevers and me. If we both sign it, Cartwright will make a loan of $50,000. Yeah. Well, this is great. With 50000 Jim and I can buy enough hay for all our stock and weather the drought.
0: Guess Cartwright figures that way, too.
2: I wonder why he didn't mention a deal like this when I was talking to him today.
0: Uh, bankers are cagey critters. Between you and Nevers, you've got the best land in the state. With that kind of security, he can't lose. Well, of
2: course not, and it's only for a year. You want to sign it? Well, sure, but... Then we'll go over to Nevers' place and see what he says. Oh, I know what Jim will say. He'll be just as pleased as I am. Oh, wait. There's a pen and ink right here in the drawer.
0: Here. Just tack your John Henry right under where it says Tal Hubbard.
2: Ah. There. Hey, wait a minute. This paper I just signed it to. You the guessed that... it, Hubbard,
0: but you guessed too late. Lud! Come on in, Lud. Did
2: you Say, hey, you must have hit him pretty hard.
0: Nothing like the barrel of a gun alongside the head to quiet a critter down. How's your shoulder? Well, it feels a little better. We've got to plug him so he'll match it. Yeah, let's see. It's the right one, ain't it? This'll do it. How about the kid? You plant some of that money in the next room and I'll take care of. Uh, I... She got back quick. Who are you? Daddy, you... you. ain't hurt much. Not yet. And you'd better keep quiet, sis, because you're going on a trip. There's the spring. See, right over there. Oh, Jose Luis. Oh
6: Lucky you located water, Dan. Hubbard's very kind to let us use it. Easy, Silver. Not too fast, big fella. Yeah.
0: Mr. Hubbard said it hasn't rained over here for over a year.
6: I don't doubt it. Me see dry
5: spell many times. Never see one bad as this. Yes, Apple! What's that? Let me go! Let me go!
0: Hey, it must be Ginger. The little girl I was telling you about. No, let me go! Oh Golly, that doesn't sound like a father. He's in my... trouble. Come on, Silver, Here him up! Come on, Victor!
1: continue our story. Urging their horses forward with all possible speed, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan rode toward the Hubbard Ranch house in the frightened cries of Ginger.
0: It's the girl, Ginger. Two men. see one of them's holding her on his horse. Please, pull over. Pull Hey, they're getting away and taking her with them. What are you
6: going to do? Huh? These men are heading north. Cut to the left and follow them. Uh-huh. Don't try to overtake them. Find out where they go. Huh? Hey, do it.
0: Get him up, scout. Why'd you just send Tonto? The girl's me?
6: been kidnapped, Dan. I'm sure of it. Oh,
0: golly, then Allison. Mike...
6: Those horses are coming from Sago City, heading right for the ranch. Tala will trail the men who had the little girl. You and I will move up to the east side of the house and see what happens there.
0: Who do you think those men are?
6: But we're going to find out as quietly as we can. Come on,
3: Silver.
0: All right, Victor.
5: Slugging his right
2: shoulder. Sheriff Grimes. I'm sure glad to see you. Wish I could see the same thing, Toll. An hombre walked in here, held me up, and then hit me. Sheriff. I found
5: it under a pillow in the next room. What is it? Gold, hard cash. And the
4: canvas sack
5: says Cattleman's Bank. I guess our story about seeing Hubbard and Nevers
2: wasn't so wrong after all. Sure, sir, it. What are you talking about? What do you think, Toll? Well, all I know is that a fellow I never saw before walked in here tonight with a note from Cartwright at the bank. It was a joint note for $50,000 made out to me and, and Jim Nevers. And I signed it, and then I noticed it wasn't the same note that I'd been reading. But before I could move, something hit me over the head.
5: Yeah? You've got a bullet wound in your shoulder.
4: How'd that happen?
2: Well, I don't know.
5: <sighs>
4: kind of a thin story, Sheriff. Well, what is this all about, Grimes? Two men held up the Kettleman's bank tonight. Killed Sam Cartwright and cleaned the place out. The boys saw those gents backing out of the bank. One of them had been hit in the shoulder.
2: You think I was one of those men?
5: You and Jim Nevers. This is some of the bank's cash. We found it in
2: your house. Well, I've been here all evening. Ginger will tell you that. Where is Ginger? Where is she? I ain't seen her, Tall. Ginger? Well, they've taken her, too. My little girl. They've... Ah, the
5: kid's probably hiding around here someplace just to back up Tall's story. You? Well, take it
4: easy, Tall. Your story's true, it'll be proved. True?
2: Well, you must be loco, all of you, to think that I'd. All I know is that Cartwright sent a man out here with a note. Everybody and... knows
5: Cartwright wouldn't loan any of any money.
4: Some of you boys had better ride over to Jim Nevers' place, see what he has to say. Can you walk tall? Well, sure.
2: Why? Guess you'd better come into town with me. <laughs> been hit over the head, framed, and Ginger's been kidnapped. And now you're going to arrest me. I hate to do it, Toll. known you all my life, and you know me. I thought you were a
4: friend of mine. I am. And I'm also the sheriff of this county with a sworn duty to perform. Come on, Toll. Let's ride right into town.
5: Yep. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. Ain't the boys. They headed for Jim Nevers' place. I don't
1: see
0: You're in camp waiting for us. Oh, hold it. Hold, 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 hold What did you find out,
1: Tonto? Crook take Hubbard girl to shack. Other side of mountain. Me trail him. One crook, stay there. Other one, leave. Take trail to Sago City.
0: They must be holding ginger for ransom. There's
1: more to it than that,
6: Dan. Mr. Hubbard hasn't any money.
0: Then why follow? else would...
6: Uh, Whatever the plan is behind this, we must protect the girl first. You can handle that, can't you? Uh-huh. Me handle it quick. Good. Take Dan with you.
0: Oh,
3: gee, I...
6: tonto Dan. He'll know what to do. And where you go, Kimasari? I'll uh, follow that pass into Sago City. Apparently, we're the only ones who know that Tall Hubbard is telling the truth.
0: Come on, Silver. Golly, how are we going to save Ginger Tano? I mean, not
5: know. First, we ride and ride past.
0: Get him up, scout. Come on, Victor.
4: in here nevers i've only got one cell in this jail you and tall have to share it uh, jim anything
2: you say sheriff hello Tall. have you gone loco grimes can't you see this is a frame up jim and i didn't hold up any bank An Ombre came over to my place about two hours ago he said you would send him tal and showed me the note you'd signed naturally i signed it too well, sure a sheriff and a posse rode up and arrested me i can't figure it out well i can somebody's framed us and they've kidnapped my little girl
4: well, I'll send some grub back here so you fellas could eat.
2: This whole thing is too much for me. It don't make sense. I thought Grimes was a friend of mine. Yours, too. I guess a lawman's got to think of his duty first. He said he'd help us every way he could. How? By keeping us locked in his jail while kidnappers get away with my daughter?
4: I better
6: not draw, Sheriff. I have you covered.
4: Who are you? What do you want?
6: You have Tall Hubbard and Jim Nevers in jail. What's that you. Oh, I see.
4: Then Tall and Jim are tied in with an outlaw, and you're no, one of... I'm not
6: an outlaw. Neither are they. Hubbard's little girl was kidnapped tonight, and he was tricked into signing a note. That's as he told you. Yes. How come you know so much about it? I was there. You were there? We're wasting time, Sheriff. Friends of mine are trailing the men who took Hubbard's daughter. I'm here because whoever planned this thing will follow it up before the night's over. Oh,
4: wait a minute. I'm the sheriff of this county, and there's no reason why I should palaver with a mask hombre like you.
6: The reason's right here in my hand, Sheriff. And it's loaded. What do you want? Have you any idea who would frame a thing like this? No, I haven't. All we can do is wait. That uh, door over there. Where does it lead? Storeroom. Keep saddle gear in there. And that's where I'll wait. The door will be open enough for me to use this gun. If I have to.
4: I don't know what you're figuring on, stranger.
6: Neither do I. We'll both wait and see.
5: do. You knock on the door. When men come out, me get him. All right.
0: What do you want? Well, I, I was riding south to Sago City and, well, I, I guess I lost my way. Thought maybe you could that help me. That ain't my fault, kid. We don't want any strangers around here. Get moving. Oh. Won't you at least point out which direction is south? I said get moving. <laughs> Say, go, City uh, Oh, Oh, did you get him, Tom? Uh, you will not know what hit him. Who is it? Who's there? That's Ginger. I'll go in and see if she's all right. Uh, me tie up, crook. Ginger, are you all right?
5: Dan. Oh, I'm so glad to see you.
0: Oh, they've got you tied to a chair. Here, fix that.
5: Oh, I could hardly believe it when I heard
0: your voice. Who is... That's Tano, Indian friend of mine. Here, you sure you're all right? They didn't hurt me. The only thing is, Daddy. Daddy was lying on the floor... Those men hey, your must... Your father's have... better now, Ginger. I'm sure he'll be all right. I want to see him. I want to go home. Well, he isn't there now, Ginger. He went into town with the sheriff. But Tano and I will take it to him. Can we
4: get there fast?
0: Oh, wait till you ride Victor and you'll know what the word fast means. Are we ready to go, Tano? Uh-huh. carry Crook and Scout. Girl, ride right with you. Come on, Ginger.
3: Sheriff.
4: Well, lawyer Pullock.
3: I don't believe you're acquainted with Mr. Sloan, one of my clients. Glad to know you, Sheriff. Uh, sit down, Chance. What can I do for you? Thank you. Quite a bit of excitement this evening. Bank robbery and murder. Yep. I understand you've captured the two ranchers responsible for the crime. You mean Tall Hubbard and Jim Nevers? Got them locked up in the cell now. I'm glad to hear it. Lawlessness should be punished promptly. What's the matter with your shoulder, Mr. Sloan? Oh, He sprained it. Fell off his horse.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
3: I was just going to remark, Sheriff, there's a lot of truth in that old saying. It's an ill wind that blows no one good. What do you mean by that? This regrettable affair at the bank. And the unfortunate death of Mr. Cartwright. As you know, my client, Mr. Sloan, has been trying to buy property in this area. Well... Failing in that, he decided to buy stock in the cattleman's bank. In fact, he purchased controlling stock. What's that got to do with me? Uh, just this. As the bank's new president, Mr. Sloan finds himself in the odd position of holding mortgages on property owned by the very men who robbed the bank Herbert and Nevers? Exactly. But Mr. Sloan is a very fair man and an understanding one. What do you mean? He realizes that this terrible drought probably made these men desperate. They are more to be pitied than censured. Therefore, my client wants you to tell everyone in town that they won't lose a cent through the robbery. Mr. Sloan will personally make up every dollar that has been stolen. That's mighty generous of Mr. Sloan. However, in view of the circumstances, he will be forced to foreclose on Hubbard and Nevers mortgages. I thought Toll told me those loans had a few more months to run. As a matter of fact, they were both due and payable yesterday. Here, if you can see for yourself, the dates are right there. With the signatures of Hubbard and Evers. That's
6: all I wanted to know. An outlaw! Mass, I don't uh, not go for a gun. You can't tell that. Oh. that little oh. scratch on your arm won't hurt you. Sheriff, I guess you heard enough to figure out who was behind the frame-up. I sure did. Keep them coyotes
4: covered while I let Tall and Jim out of jail.
6: It was a pretty good idea, Bullock. But it wasn't good enough.
1: Bullock, it doesn't surprise me that he was... I've never seen this other man. Neither have I.
2: Uh, Mr.
6: Bullock probably had two partners. and Unless I'm mistaken, the second partner is with my friend who just rode up. Daddy! Ginger! Uh, Here, this crook.
1: We catch him. That's him. That's the one.
6: I thought so. Well, I guess you know what to do with two murderers and a crooked lawyer. I yeah, sure do. And our job's finished. Come on, Dan. Hello. Hey, but
4: who was he? I don't know. It's more than I can figure out. He walked in here, seemed to know exactly what was going to happen. Funny part of it is, it did happen.
0: I know who he is. Who? How do
4: you
2: know, Ginger?
0: Dan Reed told me. That man is the Lone Ranger.
5: And, 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 and.